1: The views and opinions expressed in the following program are those of the speaker and don't necessarily represent those of the station, its staff, management, or ownership.
0: Good Sunday morning. Thank you for tuning in to Clearview Hudson Valley and your favorite local iHeart Radio station. I'm Uncle Mike, and joining me in the studio is the Deputy Director of the Center for Creative Education, Meredith Robb. Good morning, Meredith. How are you? Good morning. I'm great. How are you? I'm doing great. Meredith, before we get started talking about the center and all the activities going on, and there's a lot going on we're going to talk about, I always like the people to get a little bit of a background of the voice they're hearing on the radio. So why don't you give us just a little bit about your background?
1: Um, sure. I, um, I spent 30 years doing... Uh, uh, multiple levels of retail management, and um, started with the Center for Creative Education as a parent. My daughter was uh, influenced into attending classes after a elementary school after school program. I then became a dancer with them in an adult team, a drummer during with a uh, percussion orchestra of Kingston for many like fifteen years. I volunteered with them, became a board member, and then the board president. After a while, became the administrative director, and then now deputy director. So I've been with them since about two thousand one.
0: So you kind of came up through the ranks, really. I, I did. <laughs> Well and, and that's important. In, <clears throat> yes. In, in yes. a lot of organizations that doesn't happen today. Yes. Now yeah. the focus of the center itself is is on kids and giving them life skills yes. through art and dance. Dance seems to be the big theme from what I reading I was doing.
1: We we do a lot of dance but um but we do a lot of other things. Dance is very easy to kind of put out in front of the public and it's exciting um, and our Percussion Orchestra of Kingston has been around almost as long as we have um, and they've done performances everywhere as well the dance team has traveled internationally and they've won numerous awards throughout the country um, so it's it, it's very easy to be excited about Energy Dance Company because they're an exciting group of kids but we, we offer a lot of other things as well so we offer chess we offer acoustic guitar we offer Brazilian drumming and Afro-Cuban drumming we offer visual arts and crafts we work with adults and some seniors in soul line dancing. Um, we work, we have a whole fitness program that is used for youth as well as adults. So we have a lot going on there. And then we uh, we plan on having even more when we move to our new site.
0: Okay, and we'll talk about that. Later. But, but the, uh, yeah, in just a little bit, but the thing that fascinates me is that, so you're focused on the wellness of, of the child really to start with both physically and mentally yes and, and and there's a lot of mentoring that goes on yeah and I noticed that you really start very early in the child's life and you take them all the way through high school In a lot of cases even beyond
1: yes yes absolutely you- we do we uh, we have a collaboration with um, uh, kinder music who works with infants to four years old, and then our own programs start three years old and on. So yes, we get them as early as we can and, and interject arts education into their lives from the very beginning.
0: So it's interesting that you, you had a career in retail, really, is I where you, you focused. <laughs> but but this sort of happened as a hobby, I guess, as a lack of a better word.
1: Yeah, yeah just like as a, a personal interest. Um, yeah. My daughter had been asked to uh, dance with them by... By former members Mm -hmm. and said, and she was a sports nut. So she played a lot of sports and she said she would absolutely never dance in front of people. Um, And it took one visit from Drew to her school for her to be completely hooked to a point where she joined the dance company, you know, became very secure in herself, confident in herself, very talented. And, uh, and took that with her to college. She ran a dance team in college. She came back and, uh, and actually taught with me for a couple of years. We taught a, an adult hip-hop class. Um, so dance became a very, very heavy part of her life. You know, then one one visit from Drew to her her elementary school. <laughs> wow. And now she's 26 and it's still part of her life.
0: And it opened up a whole mm-hmm. avenue of things that Con- she never thought she was going to get involved yes, in. Yes, completely That she said different. she wouldn't get involved she in.
1: She said she would not. I, I had to look back at one point when she was, you know, between like 12 and 14 and she had, because of this company, because the Center for Creative Education, she had traveled to Germany. And taken part in a youth music festival, mm-hmm. which was an amazing experience. She went there twice. Um, she she performed at the on the Apollo stage. She had been on BET, like she had been, you know, and that was above and beyond like the competitions that she was able to travel to and mm-hmm. things like that. So it was it was a really amazing experience, and she met incredible people. She was mentored by incredible people. So and they're still very strong friends of hers to this day.
0: And this all from a little girl who said, "No way, I'm not." No
1: way. No, yeah, she said, uh, "No way." Uh, that's
0: that's important because a lot of parents that are listening to us right now have. Children who are saying the same thing, Absolutely. and to see your daughter thrive like that is mm-hmm. you know, it's not just advertising, it's you live through it. Yes, it's sure. her. I was
1: begging her to go because I was like, This is so cool! I wish they had this when I was a kid. Yeah. And then, of course, I went and asked to be you know, we we created an adult team based on a bunch of mothers who felt the same mm-hmm. way. So, well, we're sense. like, We want to get our dance in too. So, now you're a drummer. As well, yeah, I drum. I, I participated with the percussion orchestra of Kingston for over 10 years, and the you only see? reason I'm not playing right now is just because the deputy director position keeps me pretty busy.
0: So. Oh, well, so that's kind of a bummer,
1: yeah, but. yeah. I sit in when I can. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about the center. First of all, where, where are you located now?
1: We are located on 15 Railroad Avenue in Kingston, right in the heart of Midtown.
0: If somebody wants to get a hold of you, how would they do that?
1: Um, our phone number is 845 338 7664, and our website is CCE the number 4ME
0: and how long have you been there you've been there for a while or we
1: Yep, yeah, we we've been to a, a couple different places but we've been there for a little over 10 years mm. now yep
0: and there's and there's a and you hinted before there's a move in the works there
1: is, yeah. yeah so we are going to be moving into a building that's being built by Rupco. um it's a 57 multi-income uh multi-size apartment unit facility and we're going to have most of the bottom floor so it's going to probably it's going to about double the space that we have now. Wow, that's exciting. Yeah, it's very exciting because
0: <laughs> it sounds like you're you, you're bursting at the seams already, where you need more space. We so.
1: are. There are days where there's you know groups of kids in every nook and cranny that we have. Just we have a singing group in the lobby, and we have drummers in the waiting mm-hmm. room, and we you know yeah yeah there's there's days so, where we're really busting at the seams.
0: So you'll fill this new space up quickly.
1: <laughs> oh up sure sure yeah. yeah, and we got big plans. We have big plans. We're expanding our senior programming. Um, we're going to bring in more infant programming and and expand our youth programming. So it's going to be fun.
0: So let's get a little more detail about the center itself and, and really try in a nutshell to give what your mission is and, and really what your goals are mm-hmm. with regard to the community.
1: Uh, well, the, our mission is to enrich the social and cultural awareness of our youth and community through arts, wellness, and education. We do that by providing just high-quality, innovative programming that they can come and they learn how to be creative and define their voice and to express themselves. And they also build a level of self-confidence, uh, resilience, teamwork, um, discipline, <laughs> which none of them like to learn, but <laughs> they do. Um, but it's, you know, to be to be part of an organization that can, you know, we, we offer those daily classes. We also do outreach. Um, so we work with Real Skills in Poughkeepsie at the um, family partnership. Mm-hmm. Um, we do some work over at Vassar for community day. We do work with uh, the Hodge centers and community centers. And we also do school residencies. So we try to actually reach um, as many kids as we can.
0: How do so you do outreach yourself? But a lot of people through word of mouth and seeing some of your festivals and some mm-hmm. of your programs is how they they get intrigued and get
1: involved. Is yeah, that, that- yeah. Um, our uh, especially right after our recitals, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> our recitals tend to be big, big, uh, exciting events. So they always want to come in and you know take classes after that. But yeah, it's just it's a reputation. You know, after 30 years of of being in the community so much and trying to be um, visible and make an impact on the youth, uh, you know, it's, it's, um, a lot of it is word of mouth and a lot of it is, is just staying connected with the kids. And, you know, we have people that have gone through, we have alumni that have come back and brought their kids. We have alumni that have come back and um, gone through our training programs to become teachers themselves. So now they teach there. Um, So there's, you know, there's a lot of opportunity. You know, the youth go through a training program that we provide and then they help with some of our outreach programs and things like that. So it's really developing the community as a whole.
0: So that's got to be one of the rewarding parts of it. If you Thirty. If it's been in existence for 30 years, you've got a couple of generations now that have gone through it. We do. And to have them come back and be trained as, as instructors and, and teachers, that's got to be real rewarding it's to see ve- it go full circle. And
1: to see how successful they've become. You know, mm-hmm. we have police officers. We have, um, you know, doctors. We have scientists we have all sorts of people that have gone on um, professional you know like performers you mm-hmm. know so that's not what we train for but that is where they took it and mm-hmm. and uh and we're we hope that you know building that confidence and things that we have helped instill in them you know going through the programs have helped in that and we, we have a lot of uh, uh, alumni feedback that have you know they they cite CCE as a benefit too, mm-hmm. to to What what they've done with their futures?
0: I'm speaking with Meredith Robb, who is the deputy director of the Center for Creative Education up in uh, in well, it's going to still stay right in uh, in Kingston, right right in in, the
1: heart of Midtown Kingston, yeah, right on Cedar Street across from moving to some
0: bigger. It's yep. a bigger space. But and
1: we were talking about uh, the mission, uh,
0: which is really to uh, empower and maybe uh, expose children to things that they thought they wanted to do but weren't quite sure. And that you know, it's important. Well, I'm sure one of the other aspects is is some of the kids who get involved in the program, it also may expose them to something that they thought they wanted to do, but once they saw what was involved, they don't want to do that. But maybe they find something else yep. in the center to do.
1: Yep, we've had people that have come for the dance team and realize how much dedication and work that is and then choose to just take classes. We have some people that came in for drumming and that end up playing guitar because that just spoke to them more. Um, but they have the opportunity to do anything. And then we, you know, we, the cultural end of it is we try to bring in teaching artists and experiences for them so that they can kind of see where other cultures go with dance and with music. So we have, like recently we had Japanese drummers and dancers come in and did a workshop with them. We've had um, a woman from the Amazon come in and do theater and craft work, you know, masks and, and things like that. I've had some people come in from the city doing break dancing and graffiti art. So we try to bring some real cultural aspects in as well to expose that to.
0: And that's the other side of what's going on here as well, is you're exposing children to different cultures that they may not have been exposed to. Well, they may not have been exposed to them in the way you're doing it from from an arts perspective, which probably makes it much easier for them to understand, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and pick different parts of cultures that uh, they may adapt to or they may, you know, be interested in yep. and yeah, then absolutely. take that going forward so it's really uh, it, it's it's really a layering type of thing that goes on and uh, all along it's not just about the activities that are going on it's about life skills and it's about discipline which it's got every face It we all hate it but, <laughs> but we've got to have discipline in our <laughs> absolutely,
1: lives absolutely absolutely uh, well one of the things that they you know learning you know I'm doing, I'll am i use um, when Rockefeller came in to show um, a workshop she's from the city she's a break dancer she brought her friend that was a graffiti artist and they had have an actual like clothing line now Mm. and to to tell their story just as one as women coming up in an industry that is mainly male Mm -hmm. using art to become business entrepreneurs like there was definitely like multi-layered learning within that workshop and then they actually danced and learned dance moves so they got a little bit of action and a little bit of business and a little bit of just inspirational stories and those are the kind of experiences we try to to give them
0: well, you, you're in, and you're you're making and you say you start at three years old, and then you're from three years old all the way up till high school, and, and a lot of kids are beyond high school. are still well. Coming our back.
1: oldest uh, is in their eighties. Really? Yep. So we have in, we have intergenerational programs, we have adult programs, we have youth programs, we have it all. <laughs> uh, it sounds
0: like the adult programs kind of came on afterwards. I mean, yeah. And, and that happens a lot in a lot of organizations I deal with mm-hmm. who have children involved. While the children are participating, the adults are kind of hanging around and, and you know, waiting for the children. Yep. And then all of a sudden it dawns on a lot of organizations, well, maybe the adults and the parents want to get involved in doing things. Absolutely. And I'm sure that's probably how that came about, right?
1: It, it, I think the the force of adult wanting to dance started that yeah. <laughs> at yeah. one point. Um, and then, you know, we, we PUC, uh, Percussion Orchestra at Kingston has always kind of been intergenerational, Um, It was more focused towards youth, but it it always like attracted some adults, too. And it's always been a really nice combination. But yeah, that whole that parallel programming, whether it be the programming for adults and then having opportunity for children or the programs for children, having some other opportunities for the adults to happen all at the same time is is something that we're really focusing on expanding. Um, And and yeah, we did. We saw a need and we and that's that kind of led us to even see another need which is senior programming so to bring them into some of our technology classes and teach them really how to use email and and stay connected with their family and friends and you know seeing seeing the need and and trying to provide something that is in what within with what we teach but reaching people that need it that's kind of how a lot of these programs have come about
0: and if you think about it when you talk about the adult and the senior programs nothing like that was available when they were growing up so this is new to them. Where all of a sudden they're saying, "Hey, you know, wait a minute!
1: You yep. know, we,
0: we, we, you know, we want to be part of this yes, as well."
1: Yep. I'm not old. There's wow. not one, not one person in there. You know, I have a a couple of ladies in their seventies that that take a dance class with me on Monday nights, and they are just as young at heart and as anybody else. So they have a lot of fun with it, and they love to move, and they love to dance, and movement's important. You know, I've had a lot of injuries in my life, and and uh, people sometimes ask how I continue to. Mm-hmm. to do things. And I said, it's better to move. I hurt less moving it hurts me less to move than it does to sit down and then try to creak my way, <laughs> creak yeah, my way up sure, to a standing position. Sure, so sure. the more movement you have in your life, I think is it, the better. It keeps you, keeps you young and healthy.
0: So w- What have we got going on this summer? Have we got any festivals coming up? Uh, We
1: have, um, this Sunday is the Caribbean Carnival in Saugerties. We'll be performing at that. And actually, um, they chose us to uh, receive the proceeds from the festival. So we're very um, honored and happy that uh, Seasoned Delicious Foods from Saugerties had chosen us for that. We're going to be participating in a collaboration with the TMI Project at the African American Festival in Kingston at the end of the month. We have our own arts intensive. We have an annual summer arts intensive that runs uh, Monday, August 19th through Friday, August 30th, 8 to 4. That's full of just arts and dance and music and and a lot of fun stuff. And the the, uh, breakfast and lunch is included for all the students based on a grant from New York State. So that was really a real benefit to the program. With Lucky Landslots, you
0: can get lucky just about anywhere.
1: 8th or 9th whatever that monday is so and then we'll we expand we're working with bard on with uh with a couple teachers who currently takes study at bard um so they're going to open up a couple different kind of dance classes and it's going to be a, a great schedule Just <laughs> for keep september expanding
0: and and, and and as as you see the need you're yep. gonna, you're kind gonna of fill in the, uh, the 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 program or the, the you know the uh, the class that makes sense yeah absolutely so l- let's give the information how people get involved on more time and the <laughs> phone number and the
1: uh Sure. Our um, our address, if you want to stop by anytime, is 15 Railroad Avenue, Kingston, New York. And our phone number is 845 338 7664. And the website is cce, the number 4me.org.
0: And the new address, how far away are you from moving into the new? uh Across
1: the street. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> literally, we can so see you the can building. Put a sign and just put an <laughs> Yeah, like the just street. go across. Ah. There's a little overpass. If you just go over the overpass, we're right there. So
0: now you said the the semester starts in the fall next. Yes, is the, the, the second week of September. And and now there are some fees involved in in being part of this.
1: There is. Um, we do have a um, a $15 drop in class. Um, we have $65 unlimited. So if they can. Um, take any classes they want to within their age group as many times as they want. Mm-hmm. Um, siblings are 50% off, mm-hmm. and um, but we also work on an index tuition. So mm-hmm. because we're, in essence, a community center, we try to make it feasible for everybody to participate in the program. Yeah. So we work with pretty much everybody. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Don't, don't we, don't, let, we don't turn anyone away. Yeah, I was going to say, don't let Money down. is never an issue.
0: I only brought it up so people understand that that is involved, but it, I know reading it through your mission that you would, you don't turn Never. anyone we away. We don't
1: turn anybody so away. We make it work. You want to be involved? You can be involved. You can absolutely. Everyone should be involved.
0: <laughs> yes. So in the fall when the new semester starts, mm-hmm. so let's let's take us through it like a typical day. I mean, how many different you have? A, every day must have a different set of programs. That-
1: we do. So like Mondays, we'll have um, kinder musical run in the mornings, and then we have uh, like an after-school. Program That'll run three to six uh, that will focus on mostly like snacks, tutoring, homework, you know, trying to trying to uh, kind of, like we said, fill that gap mm-hmm. of people that are at work. Mm-hmm. Um, and then our official after school and evening programs would start at four. Mm-hmm. So and and then they would run every hour until uh, depending on who's running that day, you know, nine, nine thirty at night.
0: Is there a set schedule every day, or do things yes. change? Yes. Yeah, yep. set schedule, yep. so, you, so you have it all, all structured, and everybody yes. is. Uh, how many? How much of a staff do you have? How many people do you have working with? You? Uh,
1: right now, we have about twenty-three or so. I mm-hmm. mean, if you if, so some of the teaching artists, they come in and they teach maybe just one class a week. Um, but yeah, we have about twenty-three, and we've actually put through, um, I think, eighteen of our our teen youth through a, a training program, so they are taking on jobs, uh, part-time jobs in, you know, attendance and, um, sometimes as like teaching assistants as, as they learn how to teach their own classes. And that's yeah. impressive. Yeah. yeah we're yeah. growing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're growing. And we want, you know, if they're interested in doing that and that's something that they, we want them to understand that, that arts education and this kind of, um, this kind of organization it, it is a job. Like it is a potential profession for you in your life. And, um, Unfortunately, a lot of people don't see it that way, mm. and uh, and we, we're trying to show them like, you know, you don't have to go to Dunkin' Donuts <laughs> and work part time. Like, you could work here part time and do things that you love and and learn more about how to hone your own craft and how to become a teacher and how to, you know, co- how to connect with the kids and how to connect with adults. And you know, it's a it's it's an in depth training program, but we've had some real success stories out of it.
0: And the rewards. That they'll get from this are far beyond anything any job you're ever going to have because you're 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 taking a benefit that you received really mm-hmm. growing up and you're you paying it forward mm-hmm. and and I'm sure you yourself doing it as long as you're doing it now and your instructors all find things out about themselves while they're doing the instruction as well.
1: There's a there's a lot of growth. And in instru- I'll just say it from my own standpoint, <laughs> yeah. there's a lot of growth. I was definitely one of those people that that danced in the back of the room during a class. And yes, this is fun, but there's no way I would ever teach. Same as my daughter, like no way I would ever mm-hmm. dance it for people. There's no way I would ever teach. And then would get called up to help occasionally. And then like, oh, can you sub? And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, it's your class. <laughs> and you kind of you learn as you go. But, um, you know, we've definitely developed, you know, a training program so that they can learn how to do that and how to grow within that role. The arts itself was something that saved both Drew, the executive director, and myself in different ways, both coming from kind of unstable, mm-hmm. you know, areas growing up. Sure. He, you know, he, he used dance as a way to stay off the streets and not get involved in the nonsense, and I had music. Mm-hmm. So we both come from a place where, where arts education and creativity and all of these things is, is just such a piece of who we are that, um, that we just want to share it with as many people as possible.
0: I'm speaking with Meredith Robb, who's the deputy director of the Center for Creative Education, and the name is a little deceiving, as you've heard what we've been talking about, because it's more than, than than it's it's not just another after-school program, for lack of a better word. But what you're doing is so important because the generation, the youngest generation today, especially, they're just brought up on cell phones and tablets and mm-hmm. and television, yep. and that just shuts the mind down. Really, is all it does. It limits it's- their ability to grow and this is taking him in a whole new direction so i'm sure sometimes like your daughter things that they thought there was just no way am i ever going to do that and then all mm-hmm. of a sudden being able to try it makes it a, a reality for them yeah
1: him. yeah i mean we we've we worked with uh, there's two kids that that stand out to me from one of our community center outreach programs who would barely speak when we wanted to go over some poetry or we wanted to go over spoken word pieces mm-hmm super shy would barely speak and to see them in a really short period of time actually go to an event and present a spoken word piece in front of 300 people. And this is, this is like a 12 year old, Mm. you know, is to see them be able to do that and do it well and, and be confident is, is really an an amazing feeling for them for, you know, for their potential, for what they are going to take and remember from that experience. Um, So it's, you know, it's definitely worthwhile work.
0: <laughs> you know, well, if you if you think about it, in the world we live in today, it's so competitive for jobs today mm-hmm. that they've got to have these skills. You yeah. know, it doesn't sound like much of it. You know, when you think about it, if if you can do it, it's it's one thing. But if if you're if you're a shy child who may not be able to do it, you're not going to go
1: far in this world without those skills. Yeah, you need you need some self confidence. And, and
0: it's interesting because so many kids today are are in that mold where they go to school, they go to college, and they try to get a job. And they don't ever expand or explore other opportunities from a vocational side. And mm-hmm. this is a vocation, really, mm-hmm. is what it is. And uh, if, you, if you look out there now, there's so many jobs that are available to people with technical training, not college education. But And I'm not knocking college education. It's, it's necessary. The mm-hmm. vocational side of it kind of got overlooked there for quite a few years. So a center like yours is, is, is dynamite because that's exactly what you're exposing them to and trying yes. to encourage
1: yeah, with the, that, that technical experience, I think, you know, I agree with you. Like, education is important regardless of what you do, whether you go to school, mm-hmm. um, or, um, college, whether you go on to college or whether you get some kind of certificate degree or whether you're just, I mean, learning is an everyday process until sure. we die. Like, yeah. sh- that's what it should be yeah. anyway. And, and that's just for them to learn teaching and for them to learn, yeah, the things that they learn, they can't, they're, one, they're not really offering in school. As much anymore, no. um, you know, and I know that's that's a constant fight within the school districts as to what level of arts education they're going to offer, and and again, we try to fill the hole <laughs> that way, but we, and we also we also understand, you know, especially this generation with the cell phones and things like that. How do we incorporate that, you know? So we make a media team, and we have them shoot videos and learn how to edit and learn how to do podcasts and things like that. Like, how do we take? what we're trying to teach and and the very basis of arts education and then also understand what's going on in our society right now and what is what's really engaging our kids and unfortunately you know it's the phone <laughs> it, oh. it's for the phone for adults and it's the phone for kids so. yeah i mean
0: it, it's a it's a it's an incredible technology that's developed over the years but you've got to be able to apply it yeah and, and that's not a lot of times it's not applied it's just kind of handed to them yep. and, you know here you go good luck and, and and then they're they're stuck they become addicted to it uh, and it's interesting with the with the senior classes and the adult classes a lot of the seniors especially probably are scared of technology because they haven't really been around it and it's something that, that it can be a very useful tool for them as well so it's Absolutely. great that you you know you you saw that need and you're kind of filling that hole. Yes, uh, yes.
1: Yeah. No, that one's, that one's going to be really, really important. I mean, they, they love to move and they love to come in, but there's also, yeah, there's that technology aspect of it where things progress so quickly in a technology that, you know, they just, they want like the simple things. They want to be able to get on and send an email or, or use social media to stay connected with their family and things and, or, you know, log into healthcare sites and whatever the case may be. And, and a lot of them don't have access or don't know or are not comfortable anyway mm-hmm. with it. So, um, yeah, that's definitely an area that we're expanding.
0: I'm curious, how much interaction is there between the seniors and the children? A there? lot. Yeah, a because lot, yeah. seniors have life experience that can teach these kids so much. Mm-hmm. And some children, uh, you know, unfortunately, you, you have a lot of families that are torn apart these days, and these kids grow up without any senior Presence in their lives, mm-hmm. so that's got to be a valuable part of it too. To have
1: absolutely, the absolutely, the you know some of the classes that we offer are intergenerational. So even just in that aspect of mm-hmm. them being able to create music, or or you know, you walk in and there's a six year old and a fifty year old playing chess, playing each other in a chess game, and and doing well. <laughs> like, uh, you know, what I mean, like that kind of interaction with different ages, and then they they're constantly you know, they constantly interact because of the way that the classes flow. So they're always, you know, the kids know the adults and they're very respectful to them and the, and the adults just love the energy of the kids that are there. So, um, you know, that's, that's one thing that we expect and, and kind of, um, try to hold them to a certain level. Like we're all a piece of the center for creative education. This is our community. This is our, um, you know, this is a community center for all of us to benefit from. Mm -hmm. And, that level of respect needs to be shown on every level no matter who you are no matter what the age group no matter where you come from so and it's been it's been like a really really wonderful you know and it's benefited the kids too because some of the adults that go through the programs they'll turn around like on our end of year giving or something like that and do a scholarship for a kid um you know just an anonymous like i just want to pay for one kid to be able to take this program Mm -hmm. for the year and it's it's pretty it's amazing
0: that's got to be so rewarding for you. So nice. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're seeing it from the, you know. You're kind of stepping back at times, watching the whole program mm-hmm. develop, and to see that happen, that's fantastic.
1: Well, it's amazing. You know, the, get having it started with with Ev Mann, who who created Poo and created Center for Creative. He's a founder. He's still involved to this mm-hmm, day. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and growing even further at when when uh, Drew Andrews took over the executive director position just where we're going and, and you know, being able to look back and see the progress of the kids, but also learn so much from mentors like them is a pretty incredible process.
0: That scenario you gave of the 50-year-old, six-year-old playing chess, Mm -hmm. to me, it it kind of puts it all in a nutshell because, you know, they're playing chess, but the conversation is going while they're playing chess. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, you know, both of them have an opportunity to maybe one-on-one uh, peer-to-peer kind of mentoring is is mm-hmm. the most valuable thing you can have absolutely and that to be able to see that go on that's fascinating yeah I well know. unfortunately meredith it's the fastest 30 minutes of radio <laughs> i know when we sat down you were like oh my god what are we going to talk about for th- <laughs> i'm going to have you back today. because there's much more to talk about here and and this is fascinating what's going on i commend you and, and everybody in that organization because mm-hmm. you're filling a void you really are but you're having fun doing it.
1: We are. And that's the whole thing. If you ask, if you ask Drew, and I hope you do, if we yeah, come back, sure, well, I, I back hope you'll be yeah. here. There's a lot of technical, you know, logistics that go into the programming and what's offered and, and the planning of that stuff. But the basis of it has to be fun. Because if you're not having fun, you're not going to do it.
0: Well, any kind of entertainment or performance, and I manage some artists and I tell them, if you're not having fun doing it, the people around you pick up on that immediately mm-hmm. and they're not going to buy into it. You know what I mean? They're not going to be part of it. Right. And so many artists today just mail it in. And, and when that happens, you can see the audience is not. But when, when an, an artist, no matter what form of art you're doing, is really into what they're doing. They they draw everybody else in and it becomes an experience, not only for the people around it, it gets them interested in it, but mm-hmm. for the artist himself, they can feel that energy. Oh yeah,
1: absolutely. There's a reason why the dance company is called Energy. I think that's one of the biggest reactions we ever get from performances. Oh my God, I love the energy. I love your energy. I love the class's energy. I love the kid's energy. I love this. You know, energy is just such a, a strong word that comes up all the time and it's so perfect to be related to us.
0: Well, Meredith, thanks for getting up early on a Sunday morning. Coming in and talking about this, like I say we'll have Thank you back because us. there's a lot more to talk about.
1: There is. <laughs> so let's give the, let's give the
0: phone number and everything one more time before we
1: sure. leave. Sure, Center for Creative Education. We're located at 15 Railroad Avenue, Kingston, New York. Phone number is 845-338-7664. and our website is cce the number four meorg
0: Everybody listening, if you've enjoyed what we've been talking about, and I don't see how you couldn't, because it's <laughs> it's it really is enlightening to know that this is going on because there is no place for kids to go to. You know, and, and a lot of these children. Unfortunately, the other side of what we deal with today is because of the economy, both parents have to work. Mm -hmm. They want to be with their children, but they've got to make enough money to support everything. So you you walk that fine line, and this center is a place for those children to to grow and expand and and maybe be exposed to things that they wouldn't be exposed to. Absolutely. This is fantastic, and uh, we'll talk to you real soon, all right? All right, thank you. Thanks for listening to Clearview Hudson Valley. I'm Uncle Mike, and if I don't see you out and about, maybe, just maybe, I'll catch you on the radio. Have a great week, everyone.